Hello, everyone, and welcome to another week of the MCU crew. A very big week here is Loki is going to be premiering on Wednesday. And we've oh. seen the first. No, we haven't seen. Marvel doesn't care about us. We haven't and seen. And I've so. seen the first episode. <laughs> it was great. Actually, I guess some people have, and they love yes. it. So. Yeah, it's one of those things where uh, you, they hand it out to people that are. They hand it out to people like me who are just, oh, this is great. This is a great show. Yeah, I really, I really like the Lokis. Like, I'm not gonna, if I got early access to that, admittedly, I would not be like, this is the worst show ever made, right? Because then they wouldn't give me early access again next time. That's just how that works. Well, I think that's, and that's always the fear when it comes to stuff yeah. like that, right? But, but I will say most of the time when I know people who also give negative reviews, they still get stuff because, you know. As long as they're not harsh. Then the company becomes the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As long as they're not super harsh. That's, that's usually how it goes. Um, I mean, like it harshness is, is a spectrum. Like you don't want to be like, it was balls awful and stank like buttholes. Then obviously they're not going to want to talk to you again. But if you're like, here's my criticism of why I think people are crazy for finding Hiddleston attractive, right? Like then, (laughs) then maybe they'll be like, you know, that person would just be kicked off the internet at that point. They would right. The internet would cancel that person obviously for terrible opinions. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, that's just how that Mm -hmm. goes. That's just how that goes. Uh, Jesse, glad to have you here. Bronze. How's it going? Pretty good. All right. Back to Jesse. (laughs) Yeah. I got, (laughs) what happened to you? You were all league of legends. And so I feel like, my entire sleep schedule like all my well-being i started playing ranked and that's when i think i should have oh. known that it, it was like you know that's when i'm like i'm okay just go on what without me what happened me. to you to make well, you yeah, love what, punishment so what, much what was the what happened I'm, there's no what what went wrong what 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 yeah let's, in, in your life fuck, what went wrong to make this the, happen forget marvel for a second this is an intervention here bronze mm-hmm. what's going on Talk to us. Yes. Are you we're, okay? We're here. We're, no one's want. We. I'll turn the you stream need, off. You need anything this from us? Do you need a thing. hug? Yeah. Like, what's going on with you? We'll get like, on what a plane. Happened? Yeah. <laughs> Look at my concerned, bad lighting face. What happened to you? <laughs> uh, what happened? Are you what? okay? <laughs> Wait, what is that? That's the, That's your concerned face? It's really close I mean, to the, I don't, uh, the other face that he was doing. I was going to say. I don't know that I have a concerned face, so I'm faking it till I make it, all right? I, I may not even really be concerned, okay? I'm, work, work with me here. He's good. That's his concerned face right there. <laughs> this yeah. is my, my concerned face is like. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Uh, well, how have the games been going, Bronze? This is now a League of Legends podcast for the next. 30 seconds are you winning are you killing them it's so weird there is no like good game it's always ah. like oh, either somebody on their then. team yeah yeah afk's or feeds or someone on ours does and you yep. stomp them into the ground or get stomped into the ground but there's no such thing as that was close they almost had us friends it's like no either we beat the absolute dog shit out of them or that happens to us because we have like a fizz mid that went 0 and 10 and then AFK'd. So I'm just like, where, where, when am I going to get like an actual match where I'm like, oh, I deserve to win this and not just because this, these people I'm playing against like trolled or suck. And it has yet to happen. True. Like I just haven't, like in 30 ranked matches, 30 to 50 ranked matches, oh my God, I have you're yet in to bad. have. 
That, yeah. you got a I, real addiction going on. Yeah. I have yet to have like a match where I'm like, oh, good game. Well played. I'm just like, sorry that your Valkaz was like that. Or sorry that, you know, so weird. So wait, so are you waiting for us to tell you it gets better? Because I'm going to let you know it doesn't. <laughs> I'm like, there is no it gets better in this. I'm so sorry. Yeah. It, the, only the, thing, the only thing that will increase is the amount of anger that you have towards human beings. Uh, most <laughs> yeah. Likely. You're yeah. only going to become a worse person for this. But, like, you know, I'm here to watch. I want to see this happen. I want the most trolly meme edgelord version of yourself to exist where you're just <laughs> angry all the time. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm ready for that. Oh, it's all accurate. God. It's all accurate. <laughs> Jesse ain't saying no lies. You know, mm, you know, nope. I've lived that life. Yeah. You once you, it's like uh, when you talk to people who got out of Scientology. That's what that feels like. You're like, no, no, those people are, are crazy. Going clear. I am very clear. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. Bron- bronze has been playing league. I'll take the spotlight off of her for a second. I've been playing uh, Burning Crusade for some reason. I've I spent uh, probably about sixty hours the past week in that dumb game, and uh, yeah. That's uh, pretty stupid. So, Jesse, what what uh, self harm have you inflicted on yourself in the past week in the game in the in the uh, world of video games and or in maybe the world office of video movie? games? I mean, so check this out. I show, was showing this to Bronze earlier. Uh-oh. So we got a um like a chroma key screen, like this like really cool like uh, reflective screen that can be a green screen yeah. or a blue screen or whatever. It's the thing behind me. It looks white to you, but when you record, you put like lights in front like a, a circular ring of green lights or yeah. blue lights With and it reflects back as a green screen uh-huh. and just to like give you an example of like how bright this thing is this is my phone okay if i shine my phone but see like the reflection oh wow yeah that's crazy bright back there that's so that's crazy. like what it does it's a it's my new favorite little toy to mess with oh. um nice and you have to mess with it because it's like tech that i don't understand but thank god i know people who do so like yeah, that's some new age tech right there. Yeah, so we're just moving into this office, getting everything good to go. It's very big, nice. I'm big like tech. Thrilled to be back to work. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Congratulations. You're back in an office. COVID has been yeah. defeated. Uh, it's done. Um, there, there's no other issues. For our small, our small, tiny little corner of LA, yes. For the rest of the world, unfortunately, no. No, no it's, so, it's rough. Yeah, it's yeah. Still, still bad. Get vaccinated. Did you, get, did you see the. Uh, in the world of COVID, but also golf, really big uh, circles for our audience. Obviously, huge golfers, right? Really Massive crossover. Yeah, huge crossover yeah. here. Uh, I think it was yesterday. A guy who was six strokes ahead in uh, in a tournament where he would have won uh, like a one point six or one point seven million dollars uh, is walking off the course. This was on Saturday. Okay, someone in my chat just see it. Huge crossover. We got golf fans. Uh, I got it. Yeah, I got a bunch of like, I like golf. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. So you can be nerds about other things too, besides the He's MCU. walking off the uh, the course. Uh, and I think there's like one or two more rounds of golf to go, but he's he's ahead by a lot. And he's going to mm-hmm. win a, a million, uh, like half a million and a half dollars. And one of the officials comes up to him and there's a camera on him and they're doing the like golf talk over. So it's like that one guy with like birds chirping behind him and they're doing the m- music build up. Like, well, he's leading today and we'll see how we can do it tomorrow. And, all of a sudden he gets some news and he like head between his knees, like starts bawling. And then they start walking off of the golf course and you're just like, what the fuck? Like, and they're like, we, you know, this is, we, we don't know what uh, just transpired, but obviously very tragic news. 
Turns out he never got vaccinated. He tested positive for COVID. He's out. He can't play anymore. He's done. Damn. Hey, remember when they said get vaccinated? Fucking insane. <laughs> remember when they, remember when they said Imagine. that? He, he had to forfeit six strokes ahead uh, with a $1.7 million pot. Imagine Man. fumbling your bag like that because you didn't get poked. You know, like, like he fumbled a $1.5 million bag. It's crazy. Yeah, his name is John. I mean, his name is John Ram. Ram. Ram, Ram, something like that. Yeah. That just goes to show like common sense gets overridden all the time. Like all he had to do was just like go do it. He's like, no, I'm good. It's crazy. Bro, $1.5 million? I'd go back and get it again for $1.5 million. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, man. I'd go wait in line again. That's I, I saw. The, if you have uh if you have a, a thought about it later go go find the video of it because him like getting the news uh is is very tragic in a lot of ways but it's also just like well it's his fault like he he could have gotten the vaccine right like he did this to himself and no one else should have gotten the vaccine so yeah it's a lot it's a lot could have had a, a mil- million and a half for that anyways Let's talk a little bit about, uh, I guess, Loki here, as we uh, are all very eagerly anticipating. We're about 48 hours from the premiere on Wednesday. Are they doing that thing where it's like Wednesday at 3 a.m. again? Is that when they're, are they doing that for this one? I would assume so. I think it launches midnight, question. midnight Pacific is when it goes live. Most, most, at least that's when Falcon and, and Wanda went live. Uh, I will not be up at that hour, but I will watch it eventually. Um, we talked about the previews. They are very glowing. Um, I'm going to say a spoiler, but I'm going to tell you about the spoiler and why it's not necessarily a spoiler here for episode what? two. And what? it has to do with where it takes place, but it has nothing to do with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And if anything, it made me very excited for what this show could actually do. So if you don't want to hear what I'm about to say, by all means, take your headphones off. It's not a big deal. I'm kidding. Um, yeah, what the hell is this? The second episode of Loki takes place at a Holes rap party. 2002, oh. the movie Holes. It takes place at a Holes rap party, apparently. What? I don't know why. I just know that that's Shia LaBeouf? The like... Shia LaBeouf movie. And a Wait, rap but party. like Shia LaBeouf is there? <laughs> I don't know. I just read a preview that said, like, the second episode takes place at a rap party of holes in 2002. <laughs> so, like, I don't know what, what that means. What is this show? I don't what know is... what that means, but I'm very excited for it. I'm very I excited feel for like, it. Is, that has to be a joke. That has to be a joke. I hope it's not, because that's great. What does that so. mean? I hope it's not. I hope it's not, because that's... That's about to be crazy. The movie with the like the guy like you gotta dig that hole for me. That movie, yeah. The movie with the guy who's like, yeah. Oh my god, the, the, where the concept is like they send children out to the desert to dig for treasure. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, it was uh, Ben Meckler on Twitter who said this. Sorry, two thousand three. Uh. 
I could tell you a little bit more about it, but I'm not going to because I, I did not read his full tweet. It says a little bit why uh, he attends the rap party for Disney's 2003 hit Holes. But that's what I happens. This. I hate this. I hate <laughs> it's, this. It's pretty great. Uh, there's no Shia LaBeouf cameo. I, I will say that uh, according to this tweet. Um, yeah. It's a lot, lot going on. I'm, I'm in. It's going to be a little absurd. It's going to be a little absurd. I'm about it. Um, the other big deal that happened uh, from some of the previews, I think this was in a video that uh, Disney put out. Uh, the TVA rap sheet of uh, Loki uh, confirms that his gender is fluid. And that's a huge deal in the uh, MCU fanverse uh, is that the, uh, or sorry, not gender, the sex of, of Loki Loffy's son, right? Because he's Loffy's son. I forgot about that. Uh, is is fluid. So could also mean that uh, it, in my understanding, that means that we could get a female Loki in one of these episodes or something like that. 100% that's happening. 100% yeah. that's happening. Yeah. yeah. I think they're going to do it now or in what if. I think they're trying to set up the audience for the expectation that it's not always going to be the Hiddleston and that's okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Here, I'll show the, uh, I'll, sh I'll show the image here real quick of his rap sheet. People can see it. Zoom. Uh, the other interesting thing here is that it does say his weight is 525. Now I don't know what measurement uh, that is, but that's what it says. So I don't know what, uh, what they use on uh, the TVA world. Well, gravity things maybe well a lot of people did I say mean, that gravity also, on, on asgard is is less or more so they're yeah i don't know what were we gonna say bronze well he's half frost giant so like he is i know i posited the theory last week that the loki we see all the time is just the the loki that he chooses to appear as and we don't actually know what he looks like and True. this is the part where my memory gets a little fuzzy with Thor movies, but when they show baby sequences of him, I was going to say with baby sequences, he is blue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they just gloss over how at some point he looks more like human. But when we see him as a child, he is always a little blue baby. So like, when did he cease to become blue? Right. What if this is just what he, the form he takes so he can kind of compare to Thor? Yeah, there's a scene in Thor 1 where he literally, as an adult, turns blue. Yeah, yeah, I remember that <clears throat> a little bit. So like, Oh, you're right. Oh my gosh, it's been yeah. a while since I've watched Thor. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it, it, I, I, I think it's perfectly fine for him to be anyone in anything because that's kind of his vibe. Right? They, I mean, they even talk about, like, when he would turn into a snake. <laughs> And, and bite Thor or whatever that line was. Right. Like, you know, that's that's who he is as a character. He can be anything. It's true. It's true. Um, they put out some other, like, they, they Disney put out a bunch of different videos at this point uh, with previews to the show. Uh, there's one that I think takes place right at the very opening. And it looks like he's in a desert. And part of me thinks that he, like, 
part of me has ties to uh, the desert looks a little bit like the setting for Iron Man one when he comes out of the cave. And so I wonder if he's just going to like straight up fight Iron Man in a suit or something at the start of the show. And the TVA is going to show up right after that. I don't know. I really don't know like what is after seeing what happens in episode two that I already referenced. Uh, I don't know what to expect from this show. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Um, a lot of the other previews uh, said, I think I read one that was like, if WandaVision was like the mystery uh, show, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was kind of like the action-oriented show that also dealt with like race and whatnot. Loki is just the balls-to-the-wall crazy show. The like super right. fun entertainment show. Um, they said there's not that much action in the first two episodes as well. Uh, a lot of dialogue. They said that there's a ton of world building that occurs. Um, I think we're also going to see the three like lizards that the, that are at the head of the TVA. Um, I think we're actually going to see with them, not just like allusions to them. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be pretty crazy. I'm pretty excited for it. Um, I think we're going to get a little bit of like lore building for what the universe is and what the multiverse is. I think this is their first dip into what the multiverse is. Um, yeah. So we'll see. I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm always down to, uh, to see more Loki. I think especially the idea, there was a lot of uh, conversation about it's the 2011 version of Loki, right? Because he hasn't done, he hasn't been in those other adventures yet. So mm -hmm. it's it's the first Avengers Loki. Uh and he very much is of that like very much is that person. He talks very much like that still. He does not have kind of that like uh quick wit that he did in like Thor Ragnarok or anything like that. Um so we'll see. But it has to but it's still there, obviously. It's still it's there. The same character. Yeah. Yeah. But it's much more focused, at least at the potentially at the beginning. I don't know if his character will probably change throughout the show. Um but it's very much like the 2011 Loki, which is great because he was, I, I think that might've been like his best performance for it. But we'll see. I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I'm also kind of wondering what that means in terms of like from that movie onwards, I feel like he makes more attempts or some attempts to be more relatable to humans Whereas before that, I feel like he's kind of more mocking of that, especially towards Thor. Like, why do you care for these primitive earthlings? But yeah. it would explain why that attitude shifts if between 2011 and the rest of the films, like even without this, it, I'm not saying it's that not that it didn't make sense, but it makes a special sense why he would maybe even fight to protect them because it's like this. Like, you know, maybe he something happens in this show. Could be. Jesse, I see the, I feel like the brain spin on after, your side. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I feel like it's after the 2011 movie where they actually start talking about a struggle between his good side and his bad side and him trying to move away from, like, his base nature, which is to do bad things. Like, it turns into this thing where it's just like, he just can't help it. And I just always assumed it was the swift humbling that the Hulk delivered when he slammed him into the cement like eight times. 
But maybe it was whatever the events of this show are going to be. Maybe that's what made him be like, maybe it's not always good to just be my most chaotic self. True. Yep. Could be. I don't know that. I guess my original thought was like, I don't know. It's like time travel and the different dimensions. But here's the thing. I don't know that I can safely say anything anymore now that we live in a world where Steve Rogers went back in time, got with Peggy, and then decided to ignore everything for the rest of his life. <laughs> like <laughs> That is the assumption right? that Steve Rogers just like lived his life while another Steve Rogers existed. Like There's a lot going on there that, uh, you know, once that happens, anything's possible. So like, what do I know? Yeah, I'm still hoping we get a Loki v Loki, or a Loki helps Loki, and then the end of Endgame is like Loki's like, I was in that, I was on that ship the entire time watching the other Loki be dumb. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I I do wonder, like, if if the end goal of Loki is to get him back into the MCU proper, right after like two or three seasons, if he shows back up in the mcu or if like loki is truly done because it, it would be really shitty for th for thor to like deal with that right to like grieve about the loss of his brother finally after after endgame the next movie and then for loki to just pop back up and all that to be unless they about. unless they drop a hint it's not happening right like you can see we've seen this before like with wanda and with uh, uh captain america you can see how you don't need to watch those shows in the movies. It still makes sense. Uh, and this, you know, there, this is, is a new thing where Loki it's in the film. Loki gets away. We see it. And it's like, Oh, that could be hijinks. You know what? I just answered my own damn question. <laughs> okay. It's in the film. It's totally in the film. So Loki can show up at any point. Oh, in the because it was in Endgame. Yeah. So technically, there is a to the normal audience who isn't like Marvel obsessed. The last time they saw Loki, he didn't die. He took the cube and peaced out. And so, in some reality, he's alive. So he can show back up in the movies. Yeah, God, I would. The writers wrote themselves a way to make it happen. I would lose my mind if he showed up in uh, Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> if he just pops up mm -hmm. and dr strange says like what the fuck are you doing here you're dead but they already have that relationship that'd be a perfect time yeah. last time yeah. they met he literally made him fall for 30 minutes yeah yeah well you know i think maybe they're expanding the cadre of uh characters that can kind of serve as dr strange sidekicks because I'm, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I love his his current sidekick. That guy's hilarious. And well, I loved all the memes wonderful. that he wrote. Yeah, I know. He's great. absolutely amazing. But I feel like this would be the the antithesis to Wong. Who's where the... Wong is, like, dependable and smart and reliable. Like, Loki would be the opposite of that. So it would almost be interesting to see the three of them interact. Yeah. What were you going to say, Jesse? I, I, I just... Mordo, right? Who's the other guy? Mordo is, is a potential villain in the in the I next mean, movie. Like, yeah, he straight up vanished. He was like, "F you, Doctor Strange. You're playing with things you can't understand." And then, like, 
left the MCU. So I'm hoping he returns in some fashion well, that it, we get to see oh, like he will. at the end of uh Doctor Strange he went he went and took the uh the powers from um uh, the guy's name that starts with P who's in a lot of TV shows that I'm just completely yes, blanking yes. on. Yeah, he straight up who murdered married, Who married Angie Harmon, I, I think, right? Is that the uh, guy? Yes, I think so. I think that is, yeah, uh, Pangborn, Pangborn. That's his character's name. Oh, what is the actor? It doesn't matter. Yeah, I forget the <laughs> actor's name. Very, very well-known actor, though. Uh, yes. In the movie, yeah, he's playing basketball, mm-hmm. and, and Doctor Strange goes to him, and he's the whole reason that he goes to, uh, goes to find uh, the Ancient One, et cetera. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so he'll definitely be in there as well. Um, yeah, I think with Mordo, they're just going to allow a window of time to pass so that his power up makes sense. Yeah, because I think he needs time for him to, to be a, to be a reasonable threat. But how does, I, I guess my question is how does he fit? Yeah. Like how does he fit into the multiverse of madness story? I don't know if he does. Uh, there, there I don't was, think he's going to be uh, in this one. There was a little bit of multiverse of madness news. Uh, two bits. One of them was um, that there is official art of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness given as a gift to the cast and crew uh, from, I believe, the director. Um, somewhat spoiler if you don't want to like see who's going to be the like character ensemble for the movie. But uh, this is the uh, the little comic book cover that they made. Obviously, there's Scarlet Witch. There's Wong. This is uh, America mm-hmm. Chavez, uh, mm-hmm. who uh, has the ability to open up doors to other realities. So, very big character, obviously. <laughs> there's Doctor Strange. Um, Who's that guy at the bottom? <laughs> that's Doctor Strange, by the way. And if you didn't know who that was, it's Doctor Strange. Oh, uh, wow. What a weird character. Now, called Doctor Weird, right? Yes. Now, I don't... Okay. This one's coming from... I have no idea how reputable uh, this website is, but they are claiming slash confirming, again, another potential spoiler if you don't want to hear who the bad guy is in Multiverse of Madness. They are claiming that Shuma Garoth is the bad guy in Multiverse look, of Madness. Look, because what did wants, I tell you? Because it's he wants want. America Chavez's power of going to I other realities. I want Shuma. Shuma. <laughs> Shuma, I've been waiting for this. This is, this is, I said it before, I'll say it again. This is my favorite. I can't wait to see what they do with this character, frankly. If it's, I hope if it's, it's just, true, I don't know if it's going to, you know, take it for what's worth. Think about it. Think about how much fun that would be. I don't, the bad I mean, guy is just tentacles and a big eyeball. And he's like, I oh, hey, I want it so badly. Oh my God. I mean, it's good. At- at some point, if if they're going to continue pushing down the the lore, the the world of Doctor Strange, they're going to have to get real fucking weird with it. So why not just go like full bore and have Shumagor out there, a giant eye with tentacles attached to it, right? I <laughs> want well, I mean, this. They kind of had like they kind of opened the door for themselves by having Dormammu. A little bit, yeah. So I yeah. think like they know the audience is going to they're not going to expect like a humanoid, you know. I think the audience is 100 going to 100% going to be accustomed to the idea of it being like a giant cosmic entity. My interest is uh, my so I don't know. My only thing is like this is a heavy bias. Okay. So I just want to preface it with that. All right. The last time or when i gave the america chavez comic a spin i don't know if the new run is any better it was so bad 
Really? So now it's like colored my idea of that character. I'm sorry, chat. It was so bad. There was literally a line where she says, oh, my ovaries, like not jo- joking, like in holy menstruation. Like it was like very it was it was it was the very I'm going to say it cringe. <laughs> okay. And like it read it just read like a like. I just don't even I don't even know how to put it into words. Sure. I just don't even know how to put it into words. It was so bad. Like there's like a sentence where uh, she literally says like or another character. I think it's um, Kate Bishop is like looking at her character kicking ass. And she's just like, wow, did this lesbian just fly out of the sky and scoop up another girl and do this? Oh, my gosh. You know, like, I, I wish I I wish this happened to me in my life. I was like, who thinks to themselves like that? Who sits here and, you know, and they'll just do that. It'll be like, hey, America Chavez, I know both of your parents are immigrants and they're from other, you know, they're from other dimensions and you have two moms. And so I want you to know. I understand you. That sounds and like a just guy like, wrote wrote that. <laughs> right, right. It was just too. I'm so sorry. I know people are gonna be like, "Bronze sounds like one of those people that just hates women." Fam, maybe, but that comic really, really <laughs> well, ruined it for that. me. That's- Fam, maybe. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know because people always say that they'll just be like, "Oh, you sound like you hate women." So then you just are like, "Okay, apparently I can't say anything bad about that comic." I gave it a try. I read like seven issues of it and I was reading it out loud on stream because I was like, am I crazy or is this really poorly written? Who says, oh, my ovaries? No one has ever. Let me spin this for you. Let me spin this. Let me spin this another way. Okay. The image on the screen. Oh, you see this giant, monstrous tentacled beast, huge eyes staring at Earth. She looks up and she says, Oh my ovaries! Now that's a scene. Now that's we <laughs> no, all know where that's going. No. That's a scene. That's a scene. There's an there's an entire industry based off that. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is mm-hmm. 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 putting it out there, Marvel. Just mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. Just there's saying. never a context mm-hmm. under which saying "Oh my ovaries" is like, oh yay, <laughs> great line. Let's put that on a T-shirt. It is a weird. You know? It is a weird line of dialogue, and no matter what, it. You know what it reminds me of the way you're reading that is. I don't know if if either of you read the script for the new Powerpuff Girls show that got like yes! they're like rework all of this because it sucks. It feels very much like that. We're like I didn't know that people who don't know how human beings talk, especially teens, wrote a bunch of lines of dialogue for teens, and it is not cringe. It is so bad and awful that you honest to god can't believe they spent hours making a show out of it you're like didn't no one stop them didn't no one say it was a terrible idea it's the same thing yeah i i I gave it a a, an earnest try and was just like is they have to be joking right they didn't actually so now it's like i'm not saying oh the character sucks and i'm just saying like i really hope that the writing this time around is just something a little bit better I mean, has, than what we got sure, sure in will the be, past. Yeah. yeah, there's no way we're gonna see <laughs> multiverse of madness <sighs> and somebody's gonna go, "Oh, my ovaries!" Thank goodness for that. And then everyone turns lesbian, and then they look to camera. <laughs> They're all like, "Right, America." <laughs> 
interesting. I don't know too much about uh, America Chavez, so I was reading like I'm more interested in like how she got her powers. Uh, according to the wiki, this is kind of this is a lot to wrap my brain around. Uh, America Chavez was raised by her mothers in the utopian parallel, a reality that is mm-hmm. out of time and in the presence of the being known as the Demiurge. She appears to have inherited or absorbed some of some or all of her superpowers from the Demiurge's ambient magical presence. When America was approximately six years old, uh, her, not not the country, her, uh, the utopian parallel was threatened by destruction. America's mother sacrificed themselves to seal the black holes, resulting in their particles being smeared across the multiverse itself. Wanting to prove herself as a hero uh, and knowing utopia didn't require salvation, America ran away from her home and her responsibilities. She traveled across different realities, eventually adopting the moniker of Miss America and began covertly acting as a superhero. I don't know how you, like, introduce her. I mean, look, if they're introducing her into the multiverse of madness, then 100% they're going to introduce Shuma, right? Like, Mm -hmm. if you can believe America's storyline, you can believe a giant eyeball with tentacles who just wants uh, to, like, steal people's powers to become all-knowing and all-powerful, right? I I don't know anything about this character at all, at all. But the way you describe that, I hope it's done better in the comics because that sounded it's, like the yeah. most nonsensical origin story. Oh, yeah. I was like, wait. Yeah, I mean, what? that's that's from the wiki. Ignoring all the personal backstory, you're from a utopian society and you're like, I need to I need to solve some problems. So I'm gonna go to other realities. Like if you're from a utopia, would you even have that inkling? Because right? you like you would never think to yourself, I need to solve problems, because there would be no problems. Yeah, but if we look at the changes they made to like Rocket Raccoon's backstory and Groot, then it's not completely implausible that they won't just completely rework the character origin. Absolutely, absolutely everything from the ground up, which I think mm. they should. Cough, cough. Yeah, but but okay. Here's where my marketing brain kicks in. Do we have confirmation America is in it? Because there yes, are we do. She, so she has been cast and everything. Yes. That, okay, so that's the part that's like weird to me because there's so many other characters that are, I think, like huge that I, you would think would get introduced first. Yeah, she, you know? she's being played by. Oh God. I was got a really good, like got a really good uh, job of of picking actresses whose names I can just not pronounce. It's spelled X O C H I T L. Whoa. Oh, yeah, isn't wow. That what? Yes. Is isn't it... that Sochi? One so- of my Sochi? friend's sister's name was that. Yeah, I, I, I'm so sorry to the community if I've messed it up. It doesn't say how to say her name in the wiki. Um, oh, I'll look this up. Apparently, she played Dawn Schaefer in oh. season one of the Netflix series The Babysitter's Club. Sochi, yeah, it's literally just so. Even though it, it, it's one of those things, like, Sochi, 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 yeah. okay, Sochi Gomez, yeah, Sochi Gomez. it's definitely one of those things that like Quetzalcoatl kind of vibes, where yes. like you look at the yeah. word and you're like, ooh, and then it's very easy to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just for for very like white American dudes, you're like, an X, yeah, to no, start, it conf- yeah, it confuses, it confounds. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 Sochi, no doubt. Yes, she was cast, uh, confirmed in October of 2020. So, oh, I must admit, 
I don't think it made that big of a splash because I don't think, once again, that most people are there was familiar other things going with the on character. in the world uh, at that time. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I don't even remember it. Yeah. But what's interesting is to me is like choosing, you know, not I, I don't know because now I feel like I sound like a hater, but it's just it's crazy to me that once the multiverse got introduced, there's so many like wildly successful comics, and I get that we're getting Miss Marvel, but the fact that like we got that before like Miss or sorry Miles Morales like any type of Spider-Verse thing or um even before like uh like Robbie Reyes ghostwriter i'm just like it's so weird to me that they went with like this character that whose comic has been canceled like i think what two or three times she's on her third reboot where i'm like brave choice let's see if it pans well, out cotton i mean like, the, again uh, a reminder the whole thing started with iron man right when no one gave a fuck about that character so can i pause it yeah. based on what you just said bronze that that's a great reason to bring this character is if it's a floundering comic yeah and you can oh. you know like so you can say oh this character fits it also fits into what the marvel as like a publisher is trying to do as well and it like it covers all the bases like all the check marks you can think of of like a character to add it fits perfectly honestly mm-hmm if you're but not you thinking of like technically we points. already got robbie he was agents of shield is agents of shield canon i thought they threw that no, out it's no not. it's not it's not okay. i mean i think like so we, so we haven't theoretically point, gotten robbie he was an agents of shield and his character was like okay right and like he he dealt uh with the dark hold but it i don't think it's canon uh it's 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 totally not canon and uh thank god I got through two episodes and I was like, "Ow!" I'll say, I'll, 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 I know I'll, people love it. I know people yeah. love it. I'll be the it one to jump on me. the sword. Uh, the first two seasons of that show sucked. It got better every season. And the final season was like very good. Uh, the, the last two uh, yeah, seasons were Yeah, I didn't make it good. that far. I yeah. think I made it like most of the way through season one. And I was like, I can't do it. I couldn't. Yeah. I, season one was it bad. Was, it it had the problem everything that's on was it on WB or whatever that channel it was on is ABC. now? It was on ABC. It was on ABC. Still ABC oh, on basic, uh, Sundays. Basic TV broadcasting, not uh, nah. Yeah, they had to. They uh, nah. Not it, good. it got uh, tort. At a certain point, it kind of just became Buffy. Uh, <laughs> in a lot of ways, or like an Angel series, like Buffy or Angel towards the end uh but i liked it a lot I, I thought it was it was good dumb fun they do a lot of time traveling they eventually just go and become like agents of uh sword and like their space and yeah foggy said that agents of shield daredevil etc are canon but aren't big enough to talk about in the movie scale I, I mean until it relates to a movie I don't, I don't that's not canon dude if, no matter what he says if it's canon then like those last two seasons of the show are just kind of like why didn't they just call an Avenger? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, this is like, they're like, is there the straight world. up mutants eventually in that show? Right? Like there's literal, uh, like, no, there's, well, there's not mutants. There's, uh, uh, inhumans. Um, oh, cause, cause right. Quake is an inhuman and like her mom is there and they deal with like the origins of that. Uh, the Cree are like all over that show. There's a shit ton of Cree. Uh, all over that show there's a shit ton of different aliens there's an entire alien race that is just uh i think they're just ai 
or something like that, and they they became a main focal point. It's what an interesting show. It's an interesting show. It gets real fucking crazy when, towards the end. I thought that show was just going to be like, we're agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and we're fighting Hydra and we're doing the things and we're talking about stuff and we're running around in our really cool cars. And then it's like, no, so this AI alien. like They, they I, literally <laughs> create the Matrix at one point in the show uh, and like an entire season takes place inside of that. It, and like they do, all, it's weird. It's a, It gets crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's real insane. That's a hard oof for me. Yeah, uh, but it's very know. good. I, like the later seasons in that show are very good. Ghost Ghost Rider, uh, which the whole reason that we're talking about this, he's in. Uh, he's like a primary focus, I think, of like season five or season four or something like that. Yeah, there's an entire show that's just Agents of Hydra uh, instead of Agents of Shield, or entire season, half season, I guess. It's good. It's good stuff. And Ghost Rider is not bad in the show. He actually is like kind of cool. Uh, he, he's not the Nicolas Cage, uh, ghostwriter that we all know. And I mean, we'll all, love. we'll all know immediately if they, well, I guess that we won't, I was about to say if they recast so ghostwriter, uh, what do you mean? The, the bike, his bike. Oh, like in the comics, he's got a lowrider possessed by a demon. I don't know if it was possessed by a demon, but he definitely was like a gearhead in the, in the show. He's got like a car and. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh my! Jesse just really likes the writer. I do. I mean, it's a good song. Maybe I, maybe no I'm like trying to think of a misremembering because I could have. I feel like in the in the comic because I liked Robbie Reyes's interactions with Kamala Khan because I think by now Chat knows I'm a big Kamala Khan stan. But what? Uh, they, Who, what? yeah, they had like a cute Valentine's comic where they like interacted, and so I ended up reading a lot of his run. And he has like a low rider that like shoots flames out of it or something like that. And I was oh. like, this is actually kind of fire. <laughs> I didn't know that. Weird. Yeah, it was actually kind of cool. <laughs> Weird. Uh, yeah. So I, I, Agents of Shield. That's a whole. We could spend a whole episode on that. Uh, I missed this. Jumping back over into Loki real quick. Everyone's favorite breakfast cereal, uh, Lucky Charms, is doing a sponsored run of Loki Charms. Loki Charms! I'm <laughs> they, so excited They for even it. have a little uh, cartoon animation here. I'm not going to play this with audio, but this is it just a, how much money do you think Disney paid for this? Probably a lot, right? Oh my god, it's so cute! <laughs> I'm not gonna lie; I'm probably gonna buy like twelve boxes. <laughs> I kind of want to. I kind of want to try to find a box. <laughs> it's so cute. I want to let you know. I want to let you know. So, having watched that commercial, it is not only very cute, but also my favorite part is like the Loki voice sounds nothing like Loki in any way. What? Oh, they didn't get him anyway, to do it. It literally is just a guy who's like, they're mischievously delicious. And you're like, what the hell is this voice? Huh. It is. It doesn't matter. It's very cute. Yeah. It's And then, like, the box has just Tom Hiddleston on it, which is, you know. It's great. Thing. Good box. It reminds like, me back I, in the day when I would go buy Wheaties boxes with, like, some, I think, like, a Jordan or Barkley. Yeah. Yeah. I had a ton of those. I think I still have those somewhere in, like, my mom's storage or attic or something. Which is just weird to think that I have a box of cereal. 
with an athlete on it. It says Wheaties, but here we are, you know. It's like I would get a tattoo of the of the Loki from the Loki Charms box. It's such a perfect cross section of like millennial, like you know, '90s nostalgia and comic book nerddom perfectly intercrossed. It's yeah. just so good. Yeah, it's. it's I love how the commercial looks kind of classic too in that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Heart stars, Hershey's. What did you just say? Diamonds and blue moons. Something, something, rainbows. All right, let's just let's just get this out of the Mar- way. Marshmallows, right? I don't know. Let's get this out of I the way. I haven't had Lucky Charms in like twenty years. <laughs> Same. It should just be the marshmallows because every all the other cereal in there sucks. It's true. Yeah, it's true. They should just make the marshmallows. Let's get it out. That's of like the way. when uh, Captain Crunch had the Crunch Berries, then they started making Oops All Berries, and that was you were like, they nailed it. If we're they gonna do, if we're gonna do cereal, we gotta talk about what's the best breakfast cereal. Bronze go. Oh man, I'm gonna disappoint everybody. I love the raisin bran crunch with two scoops of raisins. I know pick. I sound like an no, old it's a, lady. It's a classic pick. It's a classic pick. Jessie. But it has to be ra- it has to be the crunch variety, raisin bran crunch in specific. Okay. Can I tell you? Can I tell you the? Can I tell you the most messed up thing of all time? <clears throat> I like a choosy mom. I choose kicks. Kicks for kids? <laughs> do you remember kicks? I here's I think the thing. I do. I'm not a big cereal person, so I haven't done like I haven't eaten cereal in a while. When so, I Google uh, that, the song but I remember I remember up. kicks. <laughs> kicks are great. Why does Choosing a rock moms. song come up for that? What the fuck? Is that what it's called? Kicks what, for what, kids. Kicks? It, there's apparently a band, a rock band called Kicks, K I X. That dominates Juicy the SEO. Moms choose. Yeah, kicks. No, why is say GIF? No, kicks. Am I mixing up GIF with kicks? No, no, kicks is the thing. No, choosy moms choose GIF. That's because that was peanut butter. Oh, um, I also like uh, I like a. Uh, checks are very good. They're not bad. Um, okay. I, uh, okay. Uh, I I have a definitive answer. Like it is. In my eyes, the one and only Cheerios, true. peanut butter Cheerios were always very good. Those are okay, you know, not bad. Honey nut Cheerios were good, not bad. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not like I don't usually have a lot of cereals. What was the my, what's your what's my your definitive vibe? strong feelings towards this? The one true breakfast brand is Frosted Mini Wheats. They're the best. You can't Frosted that's a solid, Mini Wheats. Yes, it's a no, good choice. That's, that's my number two. They're the best. That's, you yeah, I, I I thought you were no, gonna say I, frosted I flakes. No, frosted See. flakes suck. You have to put in extra sugar with them. They don't put enough sugar in them. That's why you go Whoa. frosted mini wheats. Frosted flakes are ass. Yeah, <laughs> frosted mini wheats was just a lot of like mini wheat. I would. I uh, would. Do you, oh, do you remember I when love, they had the big ones? Yeah. You guys remember they, when they yes. the big the Tonkin wheats? Yes. Oh, why don't they make those anymore? I would literally. You just, had to like. Eat those out of the box. Up. I would eat them straight yeah. out of the box and not even use or not even use milk. Yeah, that's the great stuff. It was great. It's good stuff. What all I'm getting is that this panel of people has a lot of fiber in their diet. That's all I'm getting out of this. You got to. I very, think people were expecting very regular. Us to be like you got to. You know, Oreo O's or right. cinnamon toast crunch, and we're like raisin bran, frosted mini wheats, and kicks. You got it. Let, let me tell. Let me tell you the truth. Uh, all those cereals that look like cookies or like weird other things that aren't cereal, that's trash tier cereal. 
I agree. That's garbage cereal. You don't want that. You don't want you don't want kooky crisp. That is garbage cereal. That's all I'm saying. Like as much as I love cinnamon toast crunch, they changed the recipe. It's garbage now. They changed what? the recipe. They changed the recipe. Yeah, they tried to make it healthy, and now it tastes like garbage. Oh, dude, that, uh, that's I another. Know. I used to eat uh, cinnamon toast crunch literally out of the box, and it sucked because it was like Cheeto dust, but it was just oh, sugar. so good. You just be like, yeah, you just fucking eat oh. it straight out of the box. The crunch, oh, so much. Being crunch. a kid in the '90s was the best. It's pretty good. I don't think people understand how many weird things we ate. <laughs> Let me just you know, tell you like about I've, Dunkaroos. Like, <laughs> That's what Dusters, I'm saying. Like, try yeah. try to like explain to like a Gen Z kid, gushers, squeeze it, high oh my C. God. Like, how do you explain to them like we ate congealed like corn syrup every day? Yes. Absolutely. And somehow we still turned out great. Not like right. I don't. No. You know what? I don't know oh how that, this happened. Fruit roll ups. Like, did we eat anything that wasn't a form of? Dude, corn syrup with flavoring in it if you think about how bad fruit roll-ups are for you it's it's kind of like <laughs> and i think about how many of those i ate as a kid in my lunch it's actually like there's a reason that you know i go to a doctor now and they're just like what the fuck <laughs> let me just tell you this is <clears throat> this is how you know you're you are in the presence of a 90 kid okay this is all i gotta say is when was the first time you mixed Warheads with Jolt Cola? Oh, boy. That's true. Every kid did that. It's true. Because the Warhead was like, this will blow your mouth up. And Jolt Cola was like, this will make you go crazy. And you were like, and that was that was an experiment you had to do. And it was terrible every time. But it was like, Jolt. Jolt you don't remember Cola. Jolt Cola? I remember Jolt, Please. So I much sugar. Jolt, Jolt, Jolt Cola was the pre-energy drink. It was it like was, the cola yeah. that was developed yeah. to be like extra caffeinated, extra sugary, extra like grams of sugar in a 16 ounce Woo! soda. Ooh. Joe Cola Ooh. made some fat kids. Let me tell you as Ooh. one of them, yeah. Joe Cola defined a generation. That shit was wild. That was, Man, that was men- not good. Mentioned surge. And I was like, oh yeah, surge, surge. and storm were very popular. Oh dude. What Surge? I remember Surge got a bad rap because it had like yellow something or other, and everyone was like, "Oh, it's Surge not- was the drink that made your balls shrink." It's gonna right. make your yeah. balls shrink. You gotta stop yeah. drinking Surge, everyone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was real stupid. But let's be real: if those are still around, those would be the ones advertising Marvel. Just so we're all aware, Jolt Cola would have been like, you know, get yeah. the awesome power of Thor with Jolt Cola. Let's be real: we know what it would have been. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I know people like to think it's like the stuff that millennials are into is kind of passe now, but it's also like coming back into style. I've I've noticed sure. it. You t- you kids on TikTok sound like such a boomer. Like, but a lot of like stuff that was like very popular and very hype in that in that era of time where analog met digital is now coming back into like high fashion and just coming back into style. It's like kind of interesting to like notice that like because I've noticed the fashion, the frosted tips and people are now talking about low rise jeans again. And I'm like, oh, we're bringing back all the stuff that we got clowned for. Essentially, (laughs) it's now coming back with a vengeance. And I'm like, interesting, interesting to see this like see this happening. But I think the same is also true of like um, of of, like of of pop culture. Mm. Hmm. 
that I feel like stuff that was that was that we were into that then became like that not as cool is now coming back with the vengeance because I feel like I'm I'm gonna just say it I think Uh-oh. the edgy's comic vibe is gonna come back with a big with a big in a big way ready for it ready for I'm like the, the counterculture to the happy marvel cinematic yeah. universe is like I, oh yeah, yeah that th- I, i'm, th- I'm down for going it to turn a corner in my opinion it's going to turn a corner and i think marvel's going to be ahead of the turn to do it you know i think marvel's going to be the people that that like make sure they're ahead of it and do it first especially with like some of the themes they started to explore with wandavision i was like are are they starting to like realize like you know, the popularity of things like, you know, the boys and stuff like that. Like, do they want to be ahead of that curve and open up options for themselves to explore darker, more nuanced themes? But then I just get very selfish and I'm like, that Batman Beyond one day. I know it's not MCU, but maybe, maybe Batman would, Beyond one day. Yeah, I would love I'm that. <clears throat> I'm into it. I'm there. Day I would one. love Batman Beyond. That'd be so cool. It's, yeah, it's but I mean, like premise. they announced Blade, right? So like, and now you know, if Shuma Gorath is the villain, I don't know. We could get dark, weird, and freaky with it in this next bend, away from the whole like, sort of how bright and bubblegummy like Ragnarok and Guardians was. We could go the other way with it, especially because we were saying JP like on what episode three of this podcast that like, so many of like coming back to the MCU after the events of Endgame, like Thor's story is just straight up depressing it's very sad and there's so many characters in the in the you know universe that have just experienced like great loss or great trauma and how do you navigate that and wandavision is the only one that's even began to like open that wound and start start the healing process so like who's to say we're not gonna get like some some dark edgy 90s style you know, between Mobius and Blade, I think they're testing the waters to see, like, you know, are people ready for that? For that, like, you know, that sick, what is it called? Um, circular sort of cyclical. Thank you. Cyclical, like, pop culture type of flavor. Yeah. I'll say this, unless Jesse's got some. He, I see the cogs are once again turning the cogs of cocks. <laughs> no, why I don't. Why, I, don't I just, have, I, why don't you have a YouTube series or a series called The Cog of Cocks? What the hell? I'm, sh- I'm sure that would be the weirdest like <laughs> name show in the history of anything. I can be already like, picture a what? brand. It's just a cogwheel with. Co- <laughs> that would be the only brand wanting to be associated with a show named that. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I think I think you're right on the money. There's potential, but I also seem to recall they said Blade was going to be PG-13. Yeah. And yeah. like, I, there's there's a there's not a lot of room in the current MCU for like dark. Because uh, that's not what the but universe we're is. Moon like, Knight. And Moon Knight is hyper violent. But we don't know what version. Like, we know what the comic is. Yeah. But we don't know what we're getting. Because, like you said okay, earlier, okay. the MCU can change things. Like, they can change characters on a whim. And they do frequently. So, right. yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm not a fan of PG 13 Blade. I think it's a terrible decision. And I really, truly hope that somewhere during production they make a change there. Especially if they're going to be like, oh, yeah, well, you know, we're still going to have a rated R film, right? They're still going to have, you know, Deadpool rated R. So I don't know why they wouldn't be. Uh, I don't know. I think I agree with you. I think it's definitely going to happen on a comic level. 
I have no clue if the M- if, if, like the MCU is going to take the chance to go there, but someone should, or they should have that like side side series is you know what i mean like there's like mm-hmm. mcu dark right like there's <laughs> something else happening and it can let me just say i woke up today and the very first thought in my head as i woke up was i miss vincent d'onofrio i miss charlie cox like i would love I it did. if they yeah. brought them back yeah and like if they want to go mcu dark bring those two back the two of them on screen like that scene that's where he beats the crap out of vincent d'onofrio and he's like ah I want, like it's so good it's so good the whole yeah. thing is amazing and i'm really just good. want i, I want daredevil back that. I, fuck it i'm gonna rewatch daredevil for some reason i'm gonna rewatch that, that is a fantastic <laughs> show and then i'm gonna Someone rewatch like punisher that. because i think punisher was just as good as daredevil <laughs> i mean that the, the whole daredevil punisher story arc season was like it was incredible so it was amazing good. yeah and i mean it's it's probably the only show that i feel like um was able to recover from seasons that were less than stellar and i am absolutely to preface i am very biased because i am quite good friends with deb brand wall the actress who plays karen page right. so if she were to get her job back i would be like yes hire her she's amazing don't recast karen page bring back the entire you, you also know cast. jesse cox brilliant. which is close to charlie cox which is like really almost the same <laughs> it's true it's true no, I'm almost right the same you. person I'm right there with like you. Like almost the exact same. Guys, I need talent yeah. and looks. We need to, to They're move all forward. Brilliant. But I agree, uh, they are great. But we need to move I think forward like that, and preface this. But go but ahead, I think Jesse. like that 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 idea of bringing back Daredevil, like all those things that were in the Netflix universe, having those characters like you can have a MCU there. dark if Punisher is like in it and there's no reason to recast punisher that was great no, casting. he was fan he was Did never recast punisher never yeah. Baron, but also Baron how Falls. the heck are we gonna have zemo without punisher i would love we gotta I would... have that we gotta yeah. have that he's here's, the here's antidote the... to the virus that is the zemo man it's i was true. there is just a run i think was a year and a half ago of the punisher where he faces off against zemo and that's the it, it's like it's this crazy it's this crazy thing where he's like Zemo's trying to like or uh, he basically imprisons Punisher and the Punisher breaks out and like he has like an entire country against him. It's so good. But I'm just like I, after seeing the Zemo that we got Falcon and Winter Soldier, I'm like bring back Burnthal. I need to see these two Let's go at it. Yeah. And the way they've created Zemo in the MCU is he's like a different kind of character. So to have like the Punisher be yeah, just like, of. no, he, I mean like personality wise, sure. he's a little goofy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's a little kind of a goofball. Yeah. And I think having like a no nonsense Punisher be like his foil would be effing ridiculous. Like I, I would love to I see him be like, I can't figure out how to beat this guy. And Punisher's just murdering goons. There has to be like a dark version of the MCU. And I think they have the gateway. It's all there. They can just open the doors and be like, let's do this. It's a, but, it's a pretty big tone yeah. shift though. Like I, I think there's like there's the darker MCU and then there's like the Punisher, which is just like a giant one hundred and eighty degree fucking tone shift. Which I'm sometimes for. Sometimes you need that stuff. Yeah. Sometimes like, you need that in I don't in, in, I don't know how you get a John Barenthal Punisher on screen with like Captain Marvel. Like what the well, I don't fuck think you do that I conversation? Think <laughs> that is I think that is like that's the side. That's the side. 
story. That's yeah, like maybe. throw him in, throw him in a, in scenes with like a you know Ghost Rider, and throw him yeah. in scenes with you know like yeah. uh, that kind of thing. And then then the characters that are crossover. So here's I don't know if y'all like watch the Star Wars expanded universe at all. Sometimes it's infuriating because like it's a giant galaxy and yet the same characters keep showing up in every season of everything. You're like, why are those the people they meet this season? Aren't there mm-hmm. other smugglers? Like, no, 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 no. Same characters from like six shows ago are back. And you're like, okay. But I think in this world, because it's just Earth, the crossover isn't main characters. The crossover is like in the MCU dark. You have sort of Vincent D'Onofrio as the villain there, but then like he's also messing with Spider-Man in the MCU. Like that's the crossover. So it's easier to sort of like separate the worlds, but have like, yeah, no, there's one guy who's like, I'm definitely the kingpin of New York, like that kind of thing. And so everyone can, I think there's a lot there, but it's also about the will of Disney to, to be like, yes, we're going to get dark. However, sometimes you find out Disney produces movies that are dark as shit. So it's true. I don't know. It's true. I don't know if we went over this image that I'm about to show you uh, last week, but I think it's worth just looking at again, regardless. That's a hell of a, a, shoto, uh, a shot, a photo. That's a, a shoto is a f- shot and photo combined into one. Right, uh, a shoto. Yeah, shoto. That's not true at all. <laughs> yeah, shoto is something else. <laughs> uh, so there's this shot. I'm zoomed in a lot. Uh, this is uh, Taika uh, as uh, Love and Thunder, I think, is finished filming. And then across mm-hmm. from uh, what, a, what, a, what a beautiful looking rock man. Across from Taika is this guy fucking yoked out of his goddamn mind. What the fuck did they feed him? So here's this this image. <laughs> like, I think what the fuck? This image I think is uh, an optical illusion because a lot of people are talking about like how crazy huge his arms are. His arms are big, it's fucking but, like, huge. Down at the bottom, his legs are his tiny. Wrist, near his yeah. wrist, there's like a. Uh, Popeye thing yeah. going on there, but really it's just the background. Like it's all yeah, up yeah. To, like, the background's melding and in, melding into or blending in with his skin, so it's making it look like his wrist is just the same uh, diameter as his arm. Yeah, so it, it, there could like be some weird to look at bulk being added on. I don't know, man. That's I what, that's. I like... see what you're saying because if you look at if you look at his hand, it kind of seems like he doesn't have a wrist. Yeah, but yeah. He do- I mean. It's just he's 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 it does ripped. Looks like, like a claw that, there on the other wrist. You're right, but he's also I've never like in all the Thor movies he I don't he's never been this fucking jacked out of his mind has he? Am I misremembering? Well, I think that's the point. I think that's the point. Is like it's uh he's back. It's like always sunny in Philadelphia where there yeah. was Fat Mac, and then he came back and he was like even more ripped than before. I think yeah. that's supposed to be the point, right? And so yeah, I mean, dude is jacked. Great. Yeah. His legs also look very very tiny in the shot, which I think is hilarious, but. <laughs> like he only worked out his upper body but still this uh i think I, yeah. this shot right here makes me very excited for love and thunder because we're gonna get like a he's gonna he's gonna be fucking crazy thor yoked out of his mind ripping apart gore right he's got to he's got to be i'm excited for it just from this this silly photo here that they released also what is is what? that is that uh is that sill on his, his shirt oh is that what that is? Is that supposed to be the world tree? I mean, uh, it looks like their version of the world tree. Yeah. 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 Also, who is Taika playing here? Uh, The dude, the rock guy, Korg, or whatever his name is. Is that is that mm-hmm. supposed to be Korg? You can see yeah, the rock can see the design on his. 
Yeah. Like oh, if you, you're right. If you look at the wider crop, yeah. Wait, did he always play Korg in this like fashion in, in this getup, or is this like a new <laughs> I outfit? I don't know. I don't. I feel like that's a little different. I mean, I, I, no matter what, whenever they had it, he, they had to have like, if you ever see, um, <clears throat> Josh Brolin as Thanos, it's him, and then there's a giant like yeah. head, like a <laughs> yeah, foot and a half absolutely. above him. So all the actors have to look at the head when they talk to Josh Brolin. I imagine it's the same thing here. Yeah, yeah, maybe so, maybe so. Well, that's a shot. That looks crazy. Uh, I'm kind of surprised that we, we, in, in a lot of ways, I feel like we know nothing about this movie, even though we right. still know some things. Um, so I'm curious. I'm curious, like, what that trailer looks like, right? Like, what what the theme of, if, if they just, like, start that trailer and make it seem, like, super depressing, if they go with, like, the comedic depressing route, that they did in like Endgame, uh, if they just flat the out focus? start with like a training montage trailer where he's just like ripped from the get go, so they don't have to explain that necessarily going in, uh, or if it's just like gore murdering people. But who was the focus of this movie? I don't know. It's Thor, I would guess. I thought it was supposed to be the other Thor. Yeah, I mean Natalie Portman is definitely playing Thor in this movie, so maybe I thought, maybe yeah, it's I thought the Natalie hammer. Portman was supposed to be the main character. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We haven't. We've only seen one shot of her like buff as shit. So we'll see. Interesting. We'll see. I think this image is hilarious looking though, though, because he's just ripped out of his goddamn mind, dehydrated to shit for whatever this action shot was. <laughs> just right. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Oh my gosh, it's ridiculous. That was crazy. For some shot. reason, this reminded me because I had to like look it up and um, remember their name because I forgot it. But did you see that the the director of cinema or the cinematographer uh, for Logan was tapped for um, Multiverse of Madness? No, mm-hmm. that's exciting. I did not know. Yeah, that. so the, um, the writer on Doctor Strange too. Um, released like a press statement basically saying it's going to be like visually distinct from anything we've ever seen in the MCU before. And they had this really great power shot of, uh, you know, Dr. Strange standing in front of that window in his like sanctum. Yeah. But, um, they're basically saying, cause Logan's lighting was Dude, pretty the, fire. The black and white version of Logan is incredible. If you've never seen that, it's, it's re- a remarkable watch. Um, so that's very exciting to, to hear. I did not know that. Um, there was a little bit of other, uh, uh, casting news, um, Hollywood reporter, uh, this was back in May and I just had missed it, uh, in the middle of the May, uh, for secret, uh, invasion, which is a upcoming Marvel, uh, or sorry, Disney plus series, um, focusing of course on the, the scrolls, um, which was a great comic book run and a lot of craziness could actually occur in here. Uh, Jesse will enjoy this. Um, because Kyle Bradstreet, who is known for Mr. Robot as a writer and executive, uh, producer, uh, will be writing and executive executive producing the series itself. So that's very exciting. Uh, cause Mr. Robot is phenomenal and anyone attached to that show is great at what they do. <laughs> so the fact that uh, he's attached to, uh, what could be a very, very big event in the MCU it was in the comics uh is is cool it's great uh there's also two directors tied to that uh thomas 
Bachuza, who uh, helmed last year's crime drama thriller Let Him Go, which I did not see. I don't know if you guys saw that or if anyone in chat saw that. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, Ali Salim, who worked on Hulu's 911 drama The Looming Tower, uh, have been tapped to direct Marvel Studios' latest series, Secret Invasion. I have not seen either of those, and I'm not familiar with either of those directors. But yeah, that's a thing. Back in middle of May, which I missed. Um, and that's kind of it in terms of like the proper... Oh, there was there were also some new photos from the uh, set of She-Hulk, as that's been... Um, started filming now and i i guess we're getting more scientist hulk because ruffalo's in like full-on mocap garb so great great it's i get weird with it it's weird yeah. yeah but i i if i see like the hulk walking around in a suit in like a courtroom or some shit with his cousin like what you're on her smash yeah, yeah and he likes he yeah like what? Information <laughs> smash. <laughs> like, I don't. It makes a good point. It's just a little strange. It's a little strange. Uh, this image right here is pretty cool from the. Uh, whoops, from the set. Let me pull it up. Just the back of the uh, the chairs here. You can see a little bit of the shot. A little production porn going on there. Um. I don't know who this character is either. Maybe you guys can. Or if chat knows who this actress is. Any ideas on who this could be? Maybe for Hellcat? Or um, what's the person's name when they're not in... Uh, um, someone in chat will know. What's, what's Hellcat's other name? Someone in chat said Tigra. I don't think... Is that accurate? This is for She-Hulk? Yeah. Oh, oh wow. I didn't know this. That She was uh, in Hamilton. She yeah, Patsy Walker. It's like She-Hulk's best friend. Oh, that's who she is? Oh, okay. Yeah, because it's a redhead. So I'm assuming it's Hellcat. Because Hellcat usually has like long red hair. Okay. But I just couldn't remember the real name. It was Patsy Walker. I'm I'm assuming that's who that is because the hair matches. I'm trying to see. Uh, her role is Amelia, according. Okay, to yeah, Amelia is the role. She's in one episode, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, never mind. Just a fancy <laughs> shot then. Just a fancy shot. Uh, I that actress uh, slash singer was in uh, the original recording of Think Hamilton, which very good. She's one of the Shiler sisters, I believe. She is. Yeah. And then, of course, here's the mocap of uh, of old Marky Mark and his big old... I like that they gave him a purple suit. I don't know if that's because that's the color that needs to be or if it's just because it's the Hulk, but I like it. <laughs> it's mm. the fact that it's purple. It's really silly. So that's that. Um, and then... Mocap is so goofy. It's it is. so goofy. It is. It's always weird watching the like behind-the-scenes videos when it comes to... I guess specifically video games is the ones that I've seen, but where they're like acting in a super serious scene and like literally crying because it's so emotional. And then they have to like step away and T pose. <laughs> and like, like that resident evil eight footage we yes, saw on Twitter. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It's absurd. Acting seems like it's really tough. I mean, there was that, um, 
scene of Ian McKellen in the extended uh, makings of, of Lord of the Rings where, or not Lord of the Rings, I think it was The Hobbit where he finally broke, where he said that he was like, if this is what acting is, I don't want to do it anymore. Oh, he yeah. was on set alone for the entirety of it. And so yeah. then the rest of the cast felt really bad and they sent him gifts and tried to surprise him in his trailer because he she shot the entire thing looking at a tennis ball on a stick. Yeah. yeah it was and I was CG. like, oh, my God, like acting is something that can't give you anything back. It's just that. Oh, it's like probably so exhausting. Yeah. Like how like every day that I'm with you two on here, just nothing. I'm getting nothing. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Out of nowhere. The shots are flying. Just like it's like I'm acting with balls, with crazy. two balls. It's <laughs> like I got Obviously. two balls right in front of me. I got two balls, and I'm just acting with them. Obviously. Terrible. Obviously, that's that's Terrible. accurate. Uh, we could talk a little bit more about that Avengers campus, uh, because that's apparently a thing now that you can go and visit. Uh, people have shown some different things from that. There is a. Uh, I think I saw a gif of people uh, seeing Spider-Man flying through the sky without like any harnesses or anything. So, so they, like they built that animatronic thing. But let me just tell you, yeah. every person I've talked to who's gone is like, yeah, Wait. what? Really? It's not like, that, there's nothing there's yet? No, no, I mean, there's not. There's nothing. It's that there's so many people. Oh, God. That is literally. A, a, so one of my friends um, went and not only are there COVID rules still, uh-huh. but also. It took, they had a point, you have to have appointments to get in, but then it took an additional three hours to get in. So based on their appointment, they pre-ordered lunch in that part of the park because you have to order things online. So they pre-ordered lunch to go in. It took them another three hours to get in. By the time they got to where their food was, they they canceled their order because they didn't come to pick it up. So then like, they're like, they're like, thankfully the cast like worked with us And, and by cast, they mean like disney employees but like you know the they work with us to like get our food and like but it was a giant pain and then a lot of it was um so there's a there's one area that literally is like a mini sanctum uh place where there's like a doctor strange show okay and you have to walk in there to watch it and it's like a doctor strange magic show which i think is actually really neat (laughs) and he does like you know magic and cool things and levitation stuff but um there are so many people trying to get in that rather than it be like a fun, intimate, like we're watching Doctor Strange do magic, it's like 80 people crammed into a room watching Doctor <laughs> Like it's They're like, yeah. it is, it was like 90 degrees and no one was really having any fun, but we got to see Spider-Man swing. The Spider-Man swing thing is Peter Parker comes out, does like a stage show of like yeah. acrobatics and then swings away. And then he swings. The cool part is at the end, he like comes down on a rope and then you can take photos with him, which is super neat. Like he does the upside down like drop. Oh, and so it's the, very like. In the video that I saw, he's like, he's on like the rooftop, right, of the mm-hmm. uh, the Avenger thing, uh, building or whatever, and he like does some tumbling acts, and I think that was a yeah. real person, and then he like goes yeah, into a door, it's... and like five seconds later, you just see someone like launch up into the sky and fly around, and do like a flip or something. I think that's yeah, the, yeah, that's the robot or something like that, right? Yeah. And then after he does that. Um, the real person who disappeared comes down on the other side of the platform, which I think is actually really neat. Or maybe, honestly, it's probably 
a different person. Could they be. probably have one actor who's like the acrobatics guy, yeah. And then one actor at the end who comes down upside down on the rope, and then he unhooks and he like takes photos with people. That's cool. And yeah, they have a lot. They have a lot of that. Um, it's neat. It's it's super interesting. The uh, the food area I think is probably one of the things that like you know everyone's gonna go take photos of because it's the uh, Pim particle giant food. Yeah, so it's like spaghetti and one giant meatball. Or there's it's a the panini test kitchen. That's pretty. Yeah, cool. there's a panini that's like enough for like a whole family. It's huge. <laughs> okay, um, I want that. Yeah, this all seems. This all sounds real dumb and great and awesome and cool. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> it sounds like super dumb. They're like the area is very dumb and fun and silly. The um the major areas is there's web, which is like the Spider Man area, and um around there are little hints as to what the ride is. Right, so there's like these little spider robots that are all webbed up and gooped everywhere um and then there's um the the, the I think this is the test web kitchen. area right here yeah yeah then there's the test kitchen and the test kitchen is oh and you can see in the background places for photos see how like the walls are all painted up yeah um they were like oh yeah everyone want to take photos with his walls so it's you and like 85 other people trying to take the same photo and like <laughs> it was a shit show so they're like this place is awesome this place is really cool. They're like, it's better than Star Wars Land. Star Wars Land sucks compared to this. This is like super interactive. Everything's fine. It's like neat and cool. However, so many people are there right now. They're like, wait, wait until yeah. you don't have to, you know, like, like it's a mess oh, right now. So, oh, yeah, there's shawarma. Yeah, the, yeah. the shawarma palace. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. I, I bet yeah. you it's I am so $40. excited to go in four months. It I'm definitely so excited is. to go in four months. You know, yeah. my local Hiddo city is probably like trader, but I got to try the Marvel, the Disneyland Chorma. I, I mean, from what I saw, there's actually, I, I, I don't, damn, I don't remember. I think it's the call like everyday adventures, the ordinary adventures. There's this YouTube couple that I used to follow that did all the Star Wars stuff. And so they literally did everything, ate everything. And there's like two big old nerds and they, I think got to, I haven't watched it yet, but they got to do all this. And I know they ate, they, one of their videos is like, we ate everything in the new park. Oh, nice. So they have a video of every type of food. So like, I got to watch that video. I got to see what this stuff looks like. Yeah. Cause you know, it's like Disney, right? It's like, it's all right, but it's going to be like really expensive. Yeah. Here's some uh, behind the scenes of the robots, which I think is pretty, it's just, it's kind of like, it's a weird thing to watch the fact that these are like, robots doing this but yeah it's still it's really cool it's really cool when you see the real footage it like the way he moves is not like that it's like way it looks like spider-man yeah these it's are pretty so early neat. on yeah 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 it's amazing uh we have a viewer in chat who says that uh he's going uh tomorrow and so i said awesome. uh, send us a review and we'll, we'll yeah. talk about it next week for sure awesome yeah i was yeah uh, i was definitely be aware that the lines are wild so like wherever you're going oh, get there I can't early imagine dude it's yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i definitely want to wait for like four months and then buy all the merch that's yeah. that's really i just want to shop honestly i feel like they're gonna have really cool stuff i just want to know if they have a life-size iron man because i passed on a life-size iron man uh about a year ago and now i think i need one <laughs> now i think i've i've wrapped my head around it and i'm down to drop uh way too much money on a stupid life-size iron man 
I'm I'm looking. Uh, uh, it looks like BuzzFeed also did a, a thing that is all the different foods there. Oh, really? And you have a link they to have it? photos of the shawarma. Yeah, they have. T- me they have everything there. It looks incredibly dis- like <laughs> you know where it's like Unseasoned. that clearly isn't. It looks like the most like. How do you convince every average Joe American to eat food? That version of it. It's like when uh, Chinese restaurants had to create General Tso's chicken, right? They were just like, yeah, how do we get white dudes to eat Chinese food? They're like, let's just make a thing up. That's the same Mm. thing, right? It's like, it's shawarma, kind (laughs) of, you know? So do they have, like, video? Oh, yeah, right here. Yeah, they have pictures of all the food. This is uh, New York's Tastiest and the Impossible Victory Falafel. I mean, it's technically falafel. (laughs) You know, it's like, all right, but it's very brown and like, you know, it's like $13 okay. each. I saw the reviews. People were like, it's good. The sauce. Here's the thing. The sauces are on the side for all of it. So you like dip it. Uh, Crystal tried the New York's tastiest chicken swarma wrap, which include garlic spread, the side coconut yogurt, tahini sauce with pickled vegetables. Everyone. Yeah. So far, everyone's like, it's, it's pretty good. Some, I don't know. I haven't eaten it yet. So what? Uh, yeah. Oh, I yeah, want to see that. Test kitchen is what stuff. I want to see. Yeah. This is neat. Oh my God. That looks so see just the fact that it's okay. themed like this. I'm like into it. It's so stupid. Yeah. Like, that's really fun. At, that's a really fun look concept. At the chicken sandwich. The chicken sandwich is my absolute favorite thing. That's so cool. If I did that, it's so it's stupid. Uh, where's the chicken sandwich? Oh, that's the drink. That's what the is... pretzel. Oh, that's a pretzel. Ooh. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry. I love pretzels, and that looks fun. I don't know about a pretzel with, like, vegetables and, like, what is... I don't know about that. What is that? Looks like a... What is that? A quiche, maybe? A panini. Panini. On toast. Panini. Oh, that, oh, yeah. Panini. Salama rosa. That's, that the looks... panini. The, the panini, that right there, that's not the whole thing. The whole thing is, like, a long ass... It's like a giant whole panini cut into, like, six pieces. That looks pretty so that's good. That's one piece of the giant panini. Also, it's massive. Can I just say this is why Disney is also great but ridiculously stupid. They have like parchment, like butcher paper that's pim themed. Like what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> yeah, well, Scott it's Lang. got Scott L. Yeah, Scott yeah. Lang on there. That's so stupid. That's My amazing. secret recipe. Like that's I would so I would be upset. Like, don't put fucking food on that. I want to take that home, right? But that's So the next one, they grew the chicken, but not the bun. Love it. <laughs> Please, oh! Love it. That's adorable. Yeah, Jesus. I think that's awesome. That's I love smart. that. That's a lot. That looks better than the shawarma place. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what is and that? This is like the uh, this is the oh, the, the PB and J with the bacon and the you know. Yeah. There's the giant ass pretzel. No, I'm with I that will. giant ass pretzel. I love a fucking pretzel. I would eat the shit out of the fucking pretzel. Uh, Caesar salad, colossal crouton. <laughs> uh, oh, there's there's, there's the, the there's, yeah there's the, the giant. Oh my yeah. God. that's pretty good. I think like the the I think How the hardest thing here is is realizing that all these dishes they have to test them so that every single person who visit the park can enjoy them. Yeah, which I think negates yeah. some of the like color and the you know like a lot of times the mm-hmm. weirder it looks, the more people are like I don't know. So. Yeah, you also I have to make like, sure it has like fewer components so they can push it out faster and so that yeah. you have less worries about allergies. So 
it really limits on what you can do cuisine wise, which is, I think, why they have the food and wine festival at California Adventures, probably so they can get around some of that. Because they had stuff Yo, like these... ghost pepper mac and cheese, and I, yeah. it was like, they actually had some good food there. But like they don't have that year round because I think if you they want the hot tip, have to, yeah, yeah. If you want the hot tip about Disney, this is the real truth. This is what the the locals are going to tell you around Christmas time. Yeah, around the holiday season. Yep. Go to Disney. I'm telling you, it's best they got time. those little booths set up. You can you just walk around mm. like I'll have this alcohol thing, and I'll have like a little it's, little tiny mm. snack. Oh my god, that's the time to go. It's the best time, but it's also the worst time because it's so unbelievably busy when they go into the yeah. the Christmas right. season. I was there. I was at least in Florida uh, on Thanksgiving, like literally on Thanksgiving Day. And every staff member that we talked well, to that's, said that that's a mistake. Thanksgiving Day is the busiest day of the year for Disney. And we, we had yeah. no idea. It was insane. Like it Yeah, you would think going on Thanksgiving it would be quieter because, you know, Thanksgiving. Oh I wouldn't God. think it's the busiest. It was insane. I, I, it was I it was shoulder assume. to shoulder people walking down the like main Disney park uh street with like the fucking castle in the background shoulder to shoulder it took us like 30 minutes just to get down that street it's insane but it, i mean like if i had to assume thanksgiving is all about americana right it's about this like story we tell each other about americana yeah and like disney is the exact same thing so in my mind like yeah we're gonna go to the most like fake american place in the world yeah. to go like walk down the fake ass main street and like go eat at a restaurant that's a little too expensive that serves fake ass american food we're all gonna be like we went to uh you know God damn it. it. It was, we went to a character buffet in the animal kingdom. And I think Africa, theme? this was in Florida. This was, yeah. the Flo this was world. Yeah. I, I, I remember going fun. there when I was like 12 and I still remember that. Like, yeah, yeah, I, that's a great, that's a great experience. We had for uh, a kid. like, who was, it was a character dinner buffet. So like Donald duck was there. Goofy was there. Mickey was there. Donald Duck was like an asshole who kept hitting on Aaron the entire time we were eating. And then they did like a conga line thing. And like Donald came over and like grabbed Aaron and she was at the front of the line right behind Donald. Yeah. I was, I was just giving Donald him the was guy trying the entire to, time. Oh, trying to swoop up your woman. JP, 100%. JP, you know, 100%. You, know, you, know that, you know that duck don't wear pants, right? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Just putting his just put it but out then, there then goofy was there and goofy came over and like consoled me as she took <laughs> or as donald duck like took <laughs> like the character or the actors uh behind the characters are 10 out of 10 like just so fucking good there it was that it was happened a lot of fun. to me with slimer at uh oh, yeah. halloween horror nights which i'm very <laughs> i'm very invested in halloween horror nights and sure. i went to the ghostbusters haunted house at, at universal studios and the Slimer did his jump scare and then moved on and then was like, wait. And like, it was like a puppet and came back and was yeah. like, just like flirting with me in the middle of the haunted house. And I was like, wait, aren't you supposed to like do your scare and move on? He was like, but he like literally floated away. And he was like, wait, wait, wait hold up. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> like, they're really good at picking yeah. up on people that will be like, that will go along with the goof in a lot of ways. Sure. It was 100% who Aaron was. And it sounds like that's 100% who you were. I assume it's gone now, but. The last time I was at Disney World, years and years and years ago, they had a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids thing, right? And in it, they had, like, you could be like you were in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and they had a giant bee that you could ride. And they picked me to ride that bee. I was, like, the happiest 12-year-old that ever <laughs> lived. 
there's a video of me like my parents have where I'm like, yeah, like losing my mind. And it's like, oh, that's the kind I'm telling you. Look, you become a jaded adult and you're like, oh, life sucks. But like for a kid, <laughs> those are some good ass experiences. That's all I'm saying. That's the place to be. Yeah. I, I hope the uh, Imagineer that came up with the teeny Pamini got a raise because that's pretty good i hate that i hate, I hate oh see this is the yeah, real thing here's the regulator uh, tequila, tequila a mango syrup wheat ale garnished with mango flavored popping pearls i bet you that's fucking really good uh oh look at that the experiment the molecular meltdown the honey buzz and the particle fizz that's all great i need you to know even though california adventure doesn't have as many rides and things to do as you know the magic kingdom <gasps> It is a good time to drink there. California oh, yeah, Adventure is like aquarium bar. They, there's only one place oh. in California Adventure that serves alcohol, and it's right there in like the aquarium. Two everything story in thing. California Adventure serves really? alcohol now. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. We we always used to everything have, does have to go to that one like aquarium themed thing, and that was the only it, place. Well, that so would that serve so drinks. that place that place was originally like it was like a Ariel's Grotto or something like that. Now it's called like the pixar something and so oh. it's all pixar themed and they have like artwork from all the P- pixar movies there oh, same fuck. thing but like it, they changed they've changed everything about it and it's like uh you know i want that i want that raspberry <laughs> cheesecake moose yeah, the oh, cosmic cream orb i want to i want to have booze i want to have alcohol and a purple mouth and yeah. just be like welcome <laughs> to this day <laughs> that all looked very good I'm and then go on the cars cool. ride and be like come out it's me Bader. let's go and then you like race the cars ride is great the line is too long but the cars ride is great i love that ride oh or go on soren the one where you fake fly oh yeah, california smells and stuff okay yeah, yeah that one's fun yep. i have never been on the cars ride because i have never seen cars you don't so it I doesn't just matter i think i would get anything out of it so the cars ride is good. not even about cars it's literally like it's just you fast. race another car so like you get in a car and then they're like, okay. "Hey, come on!" There's like a little intro scene, and then the car- <laughs> actual ride is like another one of the riders, like another one of the groups of riders, pulls up alongside you, and then it's like, "We're gonna have a race!" And then you race the other car, and that's like super fun and silly and like, yeah, it's it's neat. It's good times. You know what ride I think is totally underrated at California Adventure? Goofy's Flight School. Are, are you, are you the only that? adult? Are you the only adult on Goofy's flight school? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's so funny that Goofy believes in himself that he can teach you how to fly. Well, Goofy and can do so anything Goofy wants it. to. I know. And it gives me faith, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're just like, oh, Goofy, you crazy motherfucker, you're going to kill us. And it just makes let's, me feel very warm in my heart. Let's be very clear. At some point, Goofy had a kid, which means Goofy yeah. got some. Like, anything's possible. Yeah. Anything's possible. He's a hot pilot. All the bitches want to hook up with Goofy. Yeah, anything <laughs> what is has possible. Goofy done at this point. He's great with children. He's been a photographer. He's been a pilot. He has the pet dog. You know, everybody Anything's loves him. Possible. Look at how many friends he has. He's more popular than me. Goofy can pull mad chick. Yeah, look at I Goofy. Mean, and like, if you can make her, if you can make her laugh, then he's a dog. You know, you're in. Like technically, yeah. he's just—I mean, he—I mean, he's a dog. Like he's a literal yeah. dog. Yeah. Yeah. Anything's possible. Anything is possible. Like, you know, you to most talk. women are like, I, "I give up men. I'm gonna just buy a dog instead." Guess what? With Goofy, you get both. And then they're like, "You're right." And that's how we got Max. 
There you go. I rest my that's, case. Thank you for coming to my that's TED Talk about why yeah. slays mad poon. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus. This has been my TED Talk. This has been uh, the MCU crew. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. Uh, yeah, I mean that that's uh that's pretty much it. I I do want to go to the uh after seeing those photos. I think that place looks very fun. Looks very uh, Disney. Apparent, apparently, um one of the things that is happening is they're going to make them around the world. So there's supposed to be like Avengers campuses around the world and they're oh, all supposed to be different. I hate so, like, that the they're one different. In, God damn it. Now I have to go to all yeah, of so them. Yeah, so the one in in California is like Spider-Man themed and like there you know there's every single one's going to have like a different theme to it. Well, I guess we got to get a travel show started with the three of us, you know? So I think that's, I think that's, so, the, wh- I so we're going to go right to the Avengers campus. We got, we, we have got. to, right? I mean, come on down. Let's get crazy. <laughs> also, I just want to see the two of you on the tower of terror thing, just oh, because that's how I judge. That's how I judge a person's soul. Like, you know, in a dark night when he's like, you never truly know your friends. Like, that's how I'm going to judge Here's, y'all is like. I will lie. Am I not allowed to be out? scared? Oh, no, you're allowed to be scared, but, like, when you're in the moment, are you, like, ah, or are you, like, laughing? I'm laughing. Because you, fear, you fear no death. At that point, you're just like, ah, Jesse, that's me. I have. I, I have, laugh my ass off on that ride because I'm like, oh I can God. be dead at any moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's I great. have <clears throat> quite possibly one of my favorite stories about day nine when we went to uh, that ride, when it was still the Tower of Terror together. Mm-hmm. He was sitting in front of me, and I was behind uh and like the row behind and as we're going up sean the entire time is just going like i don't want to fucking do this like i, I want to get off i'm I, I i'm terrified this fucking this is awful this is so bad it's and I, scary and i'm yeah. like i start cracking up right like i'm 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 like i'm i haven't hit like full cackling yet but i'm like cracking up at how fucking and sean's like this is the fucking worst i fucking hate this i fucking hate this so fucking much and like the, then they start talking to you the, in the Tower of Terror. They would like, you know, talk or whatever. Well, you get, come. Yeah. yeah. And you get to the very top and like the thing swings open and Sean just goes, this fucking sucks. And we drop and I've never heard Sean <laughs> scream. It's such the, it's such a pitch before where like glass probably would have broken. <laughs> And he's just screaming like, "Get me off this fucking ride! Get me off this fucking ride! I'm so fucking done. I'm, I'm dying. Only, I'm just losing there are only my shit." Two types of riders. There, so I, I'm convinced. To me. If you go watch videos of people on that ride, there are only two types: the people who are screaming bloody like murder because they're losing their minds, or people laughing. Yeah, there is no I'm in between. Laugher. I'm the laugher. Yeah, I'm a laugher. You're either like so aware of how like dangerous it is, but like. Thank God for seatbelts. <laughs> You're just like laughing about I'm it. I'm definitely a screamer, especially because yeah. the first time I went, I've ne- I'd never been on the Tower of Terror because, you know, I-, I didn't live here in this country for a while. But then like I so I only went on the escape from the Guardians of the Galaxy thing. And I- I'm going to be completely honest. Probably nobody's going to believe, but I didn't realize it's just you just drop straight up and down. Yeah, that's all. I it did is. not have any concept of like what the ride was. Yeah. I thought it was going to be kind of like because I just got I just gotten done at like Universal Studios. So I thought it was going to be like a Transformers esque like VR type of experience where you escape. Right. So as soon as we get all the way to the top and the doors open, I'm like, oh, that's beautiful. And then the first time we dropped, it was just bloody murder all the way down. 
And then yeah. we started going yeah. up again. And I was like, how many times does it drop? I think yeah, it was dude. my actual thing where I was like, oh, I, I think be I survived the first drop. Dude, I, I, you know, like, because I felt so debated when we started going up again. I was like, no. Oh, yeah, I, they do it multiple times. I survived times. the drop. They do it multiple <laughs> times. I, I'll say this. Uh, I, I think the Tower of Terror is, like, fine for that. However, one of the best, I, arguably the best amusement ride I've ever been on uh, is in Universal in uh, Florida at the uh, Transformers ride where you're like, that's a very good ride. Yeah. You're, you're like in, I think you're in Bumblebee or something like that. And he's like a car. Mm -hmm. Um, But there, there's a couple, we we went on there and I I remember sitting next to Aaron and Aaron fucking hated it because of how realistic it was. There's one point where you're like hanging off the side of a, um, of a skyscraper and it starts to fall and it feels like you're free falling. And then at the last second, like, I don't know, Optimus Prime or someone like grabs the back of your car and like pulls you up from like smashing into the ground. They like nailed everything about that. There's like air blowing at you when, yeah, uh, like when, the Mega- hot air yeah, with- when Megatron mm-hmm. shows up, there's like fucking flame, like actual flames in front of you. It's crazy. So I know it was so I know good. It's going to sound crazy, but like the Simpsons ride takes that technology and like Simpsons ride ends ends. There's a Simpsons ride. I think it's where Back to the Future used to be. Um, is that I don't yes. remember that in uh, in Florida. They, they might be a California only thing. Let me let me verify this. God, because um, we 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 had like the VIP. We bought so, yeah. the VIP thing and went to every single ride. Yeah, it's um. So this the Simpsons ride has this like weird. Um, Maybe like we did multi- write that. The Sim- so it's the one where like Sideshow, you, like you go to Krusty Land and then Sideshow Bob like tries to kill you on the ride, but like the way they've huh. set up the like you know the hydraulic system, um, in, in the Simpsons rides in Florida, whatever, um, there's uh, like a hydraulic system set up with it that is like twice as crazy as the one for Transformers, and everyone who's riding it is like it's wild, dude. So. Keep an eye out for that one. Huh. Yeah, I don't remember doing that one. I, I went on the mummy ride, which was very good. I love the mummy ride. Yeah, the I end of the mummy, the mummy ride, ride, like you think it's over, and then all of a sudden, like, the conductor or whatever gets, like, their heart torn out or something, and the mummy shows up, and then you drop into just, like, a giant pit of fire, and it feels like fire. That was terrifying. Um, I don't think I've been on that one. I've only been on the it might be one different. where you the mummy backwards. Good. The Jurassic yeah. World ride is fun. I think that one's. Here's the thing: most of the well, most of the like Universal ones are like Florida. Yeah, most of the Universal ones are are like you ride a movie if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like it's it's oh. you like sit in the thing and nothing really moves, but like it does. You know, those are neat. Yeah. Because the the mummy one in in uh, California, you go through like this really cool ride on rails and it's like really fast. And then you hit a wall and you shoot through it backwards. And it's, it's crazy. I, Cause there's not a lot of rides where you shoot backwards at mock speed. I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. I have a question for the two of you just really quickly before we wrap all this up. When you ride on a ride and it suddenly becomes dark, how do you handle that? <laughs> like, so a great example is, in at the very beginning, uh, kind of the beginning of Pirates of the Caribbean, for example, mm. there's a pitch black drop, and and that's how you like get down to the Pirates of the Caribbean area. 
And a lot of different, you know, rides have, it suddenly goes pitch black. Indiana Jones has one of those moments. And, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, there's a, let me just reenact what happens to me. For some reason, I always think I'm going to be decapitated. I don't know why. It's the first thing that comes to my mind. <laughs> Do you duck? So, so I go like, this is how I ride the ride for the entire, like, this is me. This is I, how I ride. Like, it is, it always happens. It's like self-preservation. Instant, if I'm on, um, uh, whatever that damn ride is where it's like, Space Mountain, where it's like almost all dark. I will cu- I will start the ride like, and I'll leave the ride like this. And it's uh-huh. obviously it's intended to not get your damn head cut off. But for some reason, I'm like, this could be the time. And my body immediately reacts to all. And it's just like, yep, I like scrunch up like a turtle. And I'm just ready it's every time. And I, it's not like I want to do it. It just happens every time. And I'm just like, it's, uh... I probably shouldn't tell you this story because it's only going to make it worse. I have that same fear, but I think it's because I'm a little taller than you. And also, when I was, I don't know, 24, 25, I was at my first I got ever. My head cut off. I was at my first ever esports event uh, to which I had to fly to. And I was in Louisville, Kentucky. And there's a, a I think it's a Six Flags that was right across uh, the street from the hotel slash venue where the event was taking place for the World Series of Video Games. The event started on a Friday. I think it was Thursday or maybe it was Friday. There's a ride there that had one of those roller coasters where your legs hang. Someone passed underneath the roller coaster when the roller coaster goes over the open crowd. They decapitated one of the park goers and shattered the person's legs uh and i think they had to be amputated because of this oh my god it was the nationals news story i remember going to it and now whenever i like go on rides that's the first thing that comes to my mind every single time (laughs) here's the thing like i was i was once at a six flags years ago where uh two girls on a ride like a cable snapped and it like chopped off their legs i've heard i heard that one as well yeah there's a lot of up rides man there's a lot of fucked up rides that doesn't scare me because that's like yeah yeah that's like freak accident things like uh, i don't like that doesn't it's it's not a scare thing my body just naturally (laughs) responds to darkness by being like all right let's curl up (laughs) like that's my natural reaction it's like i I don't do it it just and then when it's over i'm like like that was great hands up i don't like putting my hands up for that reason because i'm like i don't know like maybe they didn't measure the clearance But this is like, so I'll go on normal rides, but the ones where I really have a disconnect is like water slides and water parks, because there are plenty of cases where they did not like they eyeball it. They're just like, they're just like, oh, the two of you, that should be fine on a floaty device. But then it's like, it's too much weight. And if you are going down a water slide with too much weight, you get air. And it has happened to me before where it was like a little bit of air. And I was like, I've this, done the opposite. I've done the opposite where I've gotten, uh, I've just stopped in the middle of like a slide. Like I just stopped myself on accident and I've taken like a pretty bad, like foot to the back. Oh my God. <laughs> coming down the slide and just being like, oh, this is going to hurt so bad. And then sure enough, like five seconds later, just a collision of uh foot straight to the back. 
Yeah. I, that is the worst I stopped. Like, what a terrible. I was on a water slide. That's like one of those one sentence horror stories. I was on a water slide mm. and I stopped. Like, that's yeah. a terrifying experience. It's terrifying. Yeah. And, and it was one, the, the, the worst part about it is one of those rides where it's like, uh, they make the the tube like pitch black, but put lights in it that are like flashing. No, or like uh, one that looks like you're like going in a circle, so it's it's cylindrical or whatever. Uh, yeah, I w- it was pitch black. Is, I, was I would have ridden that ride. Like, yeah, it was it was nightmare. It was nightmare fuel. I still think about that every once in a while. So, mm-hmm. theme park. How do you get fun. moving again? I got hit in the back by someone going like 20 miles And an that's hour. what dislodged you? Yeah, that's what dislodged. Because I was like trying to like paddle down because I knew that that was <laughs> happening. And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. And I was trying to like get like movement. And like, you know, and then I just got slammed into by the back. And then they were like, oh, God, I think someone else is coming. I think someone else was like, well, fucking push me or something. So, yeah, it was fun. That was in, uh, I think that was Schlitterbahn in in uh, san antonio texas or new Braunfels, maybe um yeah <laughs> anyways that's the end of our show everyone theme parks they're great go and support your local theme park i can honest to god picture you like scrambling like oh god, they're coming. <laughs> oh, god. yeah it was a full-on panic attack moment in a lot of ways so yeah <sighs> let's do some shout outs yeah. Next week will be a great show. Loki episode one will be out. We'll have all watched it. We'll go uh, into a deep dive. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, I think we're all very much looking uh, forward to it. Between now and then, though, uh, Bronze, what are you up to? What's going on? Hi. Hello. Between now and then, which is going to be a very long couple of days because I'm very excited for the show. Uh, I just beat Resident Evil village on the hardcore difficulty which was super exciting and now i'm working through subnautica below zero and uh we oh yeah the players in my D campaign on tuesday night have hit level three i know long grueling session and we're up to episode 12 and we're doing a series of one shots to uh do like little vignettes of each character's like backstory as well as like uh, the new class features they unlock at level three Super excited for the new Marvel tabletop RPG. We probably should have talked about that That's on this true. show. Yeah, we'll but... talk about it next okay. week. Let's bring it up. <laughs> You'll talk about it next week. Yeah, you can find me on everything at that bronze girl. Awesome stuff. Yeah, that that uh, I forgot about that. Jesse, what are you doing be- between now and then? What's going on? Man, between next week and today, uh, I got a lot of stuff to work on. Uh, you know, because I make a, uh, make a lot of things. I've decided to devote my life to... Working on sort of wild, goofy things, and so I've got uh, plenty of meetings and plenty of nonsense. And if I find time for video games, I will let you know. You'll be the first to find out by looking at the Twitter link there, or just tuning in to Jesse Cox on 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 Twitch. But um, yeah, I don't know. We finished we we finished Resident Evil as well, and uh, that ending was wild, wild, y'all. Um, and. Uh, got stuff to work on i got all sorts of ideas and no free time <laughs> let me tell you y'all let me tell you there you go there you go uh this is a crazy week there's a shit ton of things going on e3 is getting started uh wednesday morning um i think there's like nine or maybe ten conferences that we'll be covering uh as a group jesse will be on and some of those uh, and some of those he won't be dodger's gonna be joining us for a handful of those uh co and zeke will be on there uh, jpedia.net kind of has all the uh, time zone and times slash. Sorry, what days. was that? What was that? Oh, what was that? Jpedia.net. 
I hate I both hate and love the geniusness of it. It's great. I, I, it's got it all J-P- in your time zone. Jpedia. Go check it out. It's the Jpedia. It's got everything. Uh, <laughs> and then we're doing Jesse. You'll like this as well. We're also doing another uh, episode live right after this of JPNN, your number one news source for video games. <laughs> How do you like that don't one, Jesse? You are, don't you are don't you already do a show about news? Not daily. Mean? We do daily news. Jesse Cox, JPNN. We've got our own little live ticker that I update manually, and we've got breaking news. I, I need some more correspondence. If you guys want to be some goofy correspondents, we have, uh, we've got Crendor. He's our eye in the sky, our uh, traffic guy. He lets us know what's going on in the world of uh, video game traffic. I don't know what Brian Every day Jesse. he does that? No, no, every, every day, day he, he does that. No, no, no. I was he, about to say, he hasn't filmed you've got yet. him to do every day. He hasn't I was like, you are. He hasn't filmed it yet. Uh, I was about to say, you must hold something over him because there's no, no way he could ever do no. that. Yeah, we've got we've got Co Carnage as our COVID correspondent. Yeah, that's that's a real thing. Uh, he hasn't filmed COVID. <laughs> Can so. I do the word on the street where I just like interview chat? Like, so by all means, you know, like look, send, send me a video uh, of you in New in Horizon your... Zero Dawn trailer drop. It How do you feel about it? Doesn't have uh, to be actual uh, news. It can be literal goof. I think we're gonna get Dodger I mean? to be our slice of life, and she's just gonna talk to her chickens. So. Can I um, do a show or like, can I do a segment where it's me in the middle and then two people who have very different opinions just yell at each other the entire time and I call it the Cox Box? And it's like, (laughs) welcome back to the Cox Box. This episode, Xbox or PS4. People just like go crazy. Hey, if you want to film that, send me your reel. You know, I don't, I don't. (laughs) I feel like that that should have been me and Jeff, Jesse. Yeah, based, like, off of, based off of Deadpan Diaries, I feel like it should have been me and Jeff. Yeah, like, yeah, and co- I could just like, imagine him being like, "Really, Bronze? Really?" The Cockbox. Re- that's a good sure name. About that? I gotta yeah. say, Cockbox. And then I would just be like, "Yes, of, yes, both valid opinions." All right, back to you, JP. That's exactly and nothing what would I want. Be resolved. That's nothing look, would be resolved. That's gonna be the goof. Is I'm just getting all my friends to do random one-off <laughs> videos that I'll just randomly slice into the the news every day. It's gonna be good. Yeah. That would be, be it. Good. It would just be yelling, and that exactly. would be you know. I just want you be things. just like the news. Yeah, yeah. I just want dumb things like that. So if you have a dumb idea, definitely get at me. Okay, it's great. It's good stuff. Jesse's got a lot. I think is what he's doing. I was about to say I have a lot of dumb ideas. Let me tell you. Great. So dumb. Great. The dumbest. All right, idea. that's it for the MCU crew. Loki comes out Wednesday. We'll all watch it. You should watch it. And then we'll circle back next week and uh, talk about it. Are they? Is it only one episode being released, by the way? I think it's two. Oh, so it is the first two episodes this week. At least people have seen the first two episodes. I don't yeah. know if we get them, but people have seen the first two. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't know. We'll figure it out. They'll let us know. We'll all know on uh, on Wednesday. Then we'll come back next week. That's it for the MCU crew, though. Thank you guys uh, for joining us. Jesse, Bronze, hope you guys have a great rest of your week. We'll see you next week. Enjoy Loki. I'm out of here. We're out of here. Bye-bye. Bye.